Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly. This is Amy. Welcome to our podcast, In In Your Your Shoes. Shoes. What's up, Kelly? Hey. (laughs) What'd you think about our first episode? Um, I think it went well. We got really good responses. Yes, we did. So guess what? What? We're back for number two. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm actually in a really bad mood. Why? Well, you know... I get, like, triggered when I feel, like, unappreciated by people, which actually happens a lot because of the business that I'm in, Mm -hmm. and I'm a mom, and so, I don't know, I just, I've been feeling real unappreciated. I can understand that feeling. Yeah. I want to let you know I appreciate you. Thanks. What about me? Oh, no? Okay. Oh, I appreciate you, Kelly. I mean, I like Kelly. Well, thank you. I appreciate Kelly. Kelly, this morning? Oh, my God. This morning, Kelly? Okay, and then we're here. (laughs) I definitely appreciate you, Kelly. Remember like an hour ago, I said, oh, when Holiday, when you you want to pipe in, like, make sure we can hear you, Kelly's about to put an end to that. Anyway, so I'll be all right, though. (laughs) But I will forewarn you if this gets a little negative today, that's why. Well, it'll just be raw and real. Yeah. Um, But the good thing was because... That reminds me of this morning, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm I'm going to sit back and go back to my corner. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, the good (laughs) thing is because we did have such a good response to our podcast... Our first episode, I got so many questions about how would you handle this? How would you handle that? So I have like a lot of things we could cover today. Well, let's go ahead and pick one out of the hat. Okay. So how about this one I thought was really funny. They said um, topics. Number one, this person asked several things. Job related. What do you do if you start a new job and realize, oh, shit. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Do you admit it or see if you can make it work? Hmm, that one's kind of hard. Okay, so I come <laughs> hardcore from the school of fake it until you make it. Because I think as an entrepreneur, you've got to do that for a while as your business builds in order for people to even just take you seriously. So like... When I started in in real estate 12 years ago, I had done a bunch of other things like prior to getting into real estate and I kind of only did them halfway, you know, so Mm -hmm. like they never really got off the ground. And so I felt like kind of like a fraud a little bit when I started in real estate. Like, well, why would anybody who knows me, they know that I've done this. I've had an eBay (laughs) business. I sold jewelry. I taught computers to little kids for a couple of years. I mean, I did a bunch of little things. Like, why would they think that now this is the thing that I'm serious about? So you kind of have to dig your heels in a little bit and just make it happen, I feel like. So, but that's, you know, you're all, I was also in the situation where I didn't have a boss really. So it wasn't like I had presented some resume basically and said, here's my qualifications and then got in there and didn't know what to do. Um, So it is a little bit different. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess for me, I'm a quick learner and I'm very observant and I probably would not admit that I didn't know what the hell I was doing. 
Well, I agree, but I would have to say it also depends on your job because some things you can't just act like you know what you're doing when you don't. Right. So Well, and Holiday says in IT, the clearance jobs don't let you know what you're actually doing until you walk in the door. You all learn on the job. And so, I mean, I get that too. I guess it would depend, but yeah. I would pro- I would be ve- I, it would be hard for me to admit to someone like, "Oh yeah, you hired me and I talked myself up for this job, but really I don't know what the hell I'm doing." <laughs> I would try to learn it on the fly. You know what I mean? I, I I would go in with like some fake confidence and just make it happen. Maybe do that in the beginning, but if it's still not clicking like months later, you might need to say something. Yeah, or so maybe get a new job. Yeah. Yeah. But I have definitely faked it until I made it. Yeah. In several situations. So it's like. Well, we can do that. Yeah, as but moms. you can't. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> until we learn. <laughs> you do know. you ever really learn, though? As oh, a parent? <laughs> I think so. I think you learn so. after the fact. <laughs> yeah, very, very much so. But. I mean, I think you get kind of into your own groove with your kids and figure out what works for them and what doesn't. But so I don't know. Um, And this this person that asked this question, she's a mom. So she she definitely understands that sentiment, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I really think it it also depends on the job. It really depends on the job. Like um, my regular nine to five, I would not say to fake it till you make it doing what I do, which I'm an accountant for an insurance company. So there are some laws that big time we have to abide by and we can't just, you know, wing it. So Mm -hmm. it really just depends on your job as well. But if it's one where if like Amy was saying, like when you were building your own business and you may not have gotten known everything that you were talking about at the time at least sound like you know what you're talking about and then figure it out later on yeah but okay so fake it till you make it until you can't make it yeah and then (laughs) until it doesn't work anymore exactly (laughs) well let's do another quick one this could be quick uh friend of mine has twin babies and oh yeah Oh, until you're not sleeping at night, you know. Right. Um, but she she has a like an in home nanny who comes a few times a week so that she can work part time, and they of course have a nanny cam. Um, which when my kids were little, there really weren't like even such a like there wasn't a nanny cam. And now it's just like everybody has a damn mm-hmm. nanny cam. Um, anyway, I guess uh. She was at work. My friend was at work and the nanny called kind of in a panic and said that one of the babies had rolled off the couch um, onto the floor. And so she, my friend was kind of panicked because she was like, oh my gosh, I mean, you know, a baby can get really hurt rolling off the couch, which that in and of itself is like, okay, well the baby rolled off the couch. The first time a baby does that, it's like, you're not expecting that. They There's can... a baby initiation. A baby is Absolutely. not a baby until it falls off the bed or the couch once right. or twice. But how about. the roof. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> I not. wouldn't say that. But how about if the nanny came in in the morning and 
the left the babies downstairs and went up the stairs to talk to their mother, my friend. And she told the nanny at the time, hey, the baby almost rolled off the couch the other day. Don't leave them on the couch. And then that same day, the nanny <laughs> left the baby on the couch and the baby rolled off onto the floor. Because that's what happened. Well, I'll have to say this. I, myself, have put a kid in a similar situation when I knew that there was a potential for them to fall off the couch or the bed. Yeah. And they did fall off the couch and or bed because, you know, I have a lot of kids and they've all hit the floor more than once (laughs) when I knew better. But it's like... Well, how about if you had told your nanny, hey, the baby almost fell off the couch today. So if you leave them in the room, because they're like, like what, like seven or eight months. Mm -hmm. That's the age where they can't get into too much trouble yet, but they can sure as hell roll off a couch. So it's not a problem for her to leave them in the room. Mm -hmm. But the mother just told her that day he almost fell off the couch and then she left him on and said, please don't leave them on the couch. But what does she leave him on the couch to do? Uh, well, now remember she has twins. So she was taking, she was holding the other baby and she was walking across the room. So the baby was, the baby that was on the couch was still within eyesight. So she just literally, and I watched the, I watched it. I watched Mm -hmm. it on video. It happened real fast. It did happen real fast, but it was probably, she probably had 10 seconds of not looking at that baby where he just rolled right off the couch. Now, he was fine. Mm-hmm. He was fine. Um, but this, that would piss me I think all I would be. Off. I would be pissed, but not... I'd get over it very yeah. quickly. You know, just because, yeah, I told you just today, and you did it today, but just having kids, things happen so fast. Like, she may not yeah. have intentionally... Like, in her thought process, it was probably not, I'm going to put the baby on the couch and then walk off. You know? Yep. So. And you're 100% and, right. And, and it when, was definitely and, and not especially intentional. When I think about dealing with one kid. Right. To have two. And like, I just know that, you know, I've done things with, I mean, and more than once, like even having as many kids as I have, and I would know better, but I would still do certain things having, you know. Well, you take that risk. Right. I mean, it's... I, and I think, you know, for me, it would actually, the bigger issue is it would make me feel like, okay, this person who I'm hired, who I've hired and mm-hmm. I'm paying does not respect what I'm telling them. Because if I told you four hours ago not to leave the baby on the couch and walk away, you better not leave the baby on the couch and walk away. Like it, so it's not the end of the world. The baby was fine. Mm-hmm. And odds are the baby could fall off the couch probably 15 times and still be fine. There's just that one chance that he falls in a weird way and really gets hurt, you know? I just would feel like you obviously don't respect me as your your employer, number one, and as the authority figure over these children that you're watching, number two, because I just told you not to leave the damn baby on the damn couch, you know? But... I think in the end, she slept on it. My friend slept mm-hmm. on it. She was super upset when it happened. She slept on the couch? She didn't sleep on the baby. She slept on the idea that her nanny doesn't listen to her. Um, was this like a repeat? 
no, offense? Was it the no. only time? She's. I think she's been great. Uh, I think, and and I think. So I wouldn't like go as far as saying that she doesn't have any respect for her because you got to look at like habits too. Like if you're just telling me this today, right. but this is a routine that I have been doing every day. You know, it may have been something that just happened that she didn't think about because it was a routine yeah a hundred percent and then and sometimes things do need to be need to be said more than once for it to click because even like i mean hell even with holiday like i can tell him don't give the baby a sucker before they go to bed every night you know what i mean and but yet i'll walk in the room and the baby has a sucker you know not that that has actually happened but just for example like when you have routines of things right and then things change because like babies having babies one minute it's okay to leave them on the couch and walk off right and then the very next minute it's not okay yeah but it's like my normal routine when i go downstairs and i'm getting ready to feed the kids i'm sitting them down on the couch and then i go get their food ready you know what i mean and then now i have to remember oh i can't put you down anymore because you're gonna come off the couch right so I so wouldn't you're saying, say give her the second chance. It's not chance. really disrespectful. It's right. just it was an accident. And just tell her again, hey, you know, I know accidents happen. You can even express your feelings to yeah. her about it at the time. But don't do that anymore. Like, seriously, right. don't do it anymore. A little bit more stern. But I don't think that that nanny, unless she has done other things that you know she's told her not to do or she's found that she's not listening to any of her instruction yeah i don't think that's the case i think they have little things more of just like personality things than Mm -hmm. anything else but i think she's really great with the babies and i think yeah it just it was an unfortunate accident and i bet I put money on the fact she ain't leaving those babies on that couch anymore. Probably not. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm sure that it probably scared her. Oh, yeah. Well, like, like I said, she immediately called yeah. and said, hey, I just am letting you know he's fine. But, like, he did fall off the couch because she knows that she can look at the, the nanny cam and see what happened. Right. You know. But I think she did the right thing as far as just being upfront about what happened. She made a mistake and... and um. And in the end, she's still employed there. So I walked into the daycare to pick up my kids the other day and our two-year-old walking the two-year-old class. The teacher was helping another mom like I, with whatever she was helping her with. And when I walk in, there's three toddlers on a table. OK. Uh-oh. And so when she heard me open up the door and it made her turn around and I'm sure she was not, you know, distracted for that long of a period of time but it's just how fast toddlers move and she turns around and then she looks at them she goes i can see you and then they all slide down off the uh table so it was probably one of them things where as soon as her back was turned they climbed up on that table you know because as soon as she said i can see you they all were like oh she can see me now and then get down you know i kind of like that because well it showed you too that normally she is the authority figure in that room because when she said that to them instead of her getting flustered like oh my god there's parents in here and there's toddlers on the table she reprimanded them and they immediately got down yes see that i would probably not have as big of an issue with just because like you said and toddlers can be bad as hell Mm -hmm. and so you know as soon as you get a back turned they're going to take advantage 
Um, we had an, an experience once and I guess we probably need to wrap it up, but I'll just say, uh, we had an experience once when Keegan was probably three or four at his daycare where he came home and told me that he had stopped up the toilet (laughs) and they made him (laughs) unclog it with his hands. No. When no, I that tell is something you, totally different. When I tell you, <laughs> I almost went up there with a pipe bomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was so pissed off. I had Joe had I couldn't even go and address yeah. them. I said to Joe, "You got to go up there and deal with this." That would have been my reaction. If I go up there, they will call the police. Yep. I was so infuriated. <laughs> um, and I thought, okay, initially I thought. Now, Keegan was old enough where it wasn't like we were getting incorrect information. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like a two-year-old explaining to me what happened. He was three or four and and communicating in complete sentences. But I still thought for like a hot second, like, there's no way that that can be true. They would not have had him stick his hand in the toilet. But then he started giving me details. And I thought, oh, my God, these fucking bitches made my child put his hand in the toilet and unclog it and i wanted their jobs honey i wanted to slit their throats i mean i was so mad (laughs) right um but in the end joe went up there and uh yeah that would have definitely been a situation holiday would have had to handle oh my god there's no way i would have been able to do that i was i was I, i saw red um so anyway, I mean, you know, listen, when your kids are being watched by other people, there no one's ever going to do it exactly the way you want or no, exactly the way you not. would do. You know, there's obviously extreme circumstances like that, but I mean, I agree. There's no there's no such thing as like perfect parenting whether you're a caretaker or a parent or whatever and accidents are going to happen. So yes. don't leave the rolly babies on the couch. Yeah. Try not to. The couch, bed. But then again, you got to jump them in. It's all a gang. You know, you got to jump them in. They got to hit that floor once or twice. And then, you know, all will be well. Would it be different if this was a wet nurse? What, what does that mean? I, okay, we're wrapping it up. Just ignore whatever he's talking. I don't even want to know. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> you tired of not knowing how to think? You tired of your political party taking you for granted? You tired of being confused by phrases like one of the greatest memories of all time? Well, there's a man out there that's going to save you. A man that Black People Magazine voted most. A man that the 45th President of the United States once described as him again. A man that Tosi Gabbard saw and once tried to take him home to her guru. Come to discussions with Tez, and he'll show you the way at www.distractionnetwork.com forward slash discussions. Was that question? That was two questions? yeah because we did the question about we did two questions but that's the first segment right but we're 20 minutes in okay are we and we are back this is not my podcast (laughs) he's trying to he's trying to reel us in (laughs) right good luck well this is our podcast this is kelly amy and this is in your shoes. In your shoes. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, 
It's a podcast where we try to put ourselves in your shoes and what we would do in your situations. And so in order for us to do that, we need your questions. And you guys gave us lots and lots of questions after you heard our first episode, which is awesome because that keeps us going. Um, You know, after you hear this episode, send us anything you have. Um, Anything. Yeah. We've seen some great questions on our um, Facebook page, (laughs) specifically one from Holiday. Yeah. Apparently, he has a bit of a vaginal situation going on with one of his (laughs) friends, co-workers. I'm not really sure. Holiday has a vaginal situation happening. (laughs) Oh, God. It's not my vagina. Oh, my God. I'm sure nobody... Just got to put that out there. I I, I feel like... (laughs) Anybody who even halfway knows you knows you would not tolerate, A, a problem with your vagina, but B, and more importantly, a problem with your husband posting about your vagina. Yeah. (laughs) That's a no. That's a no. But just, you know, in case anybody was wondering. No, no, no. Anyway, moving right along. Um People probably are not going to know what we're talking about. But if you want to know, just go to our Facebook page, which is the In Your Shoes, the podcast page. And it's spelled I-N-Y-O, parentheses you are, shoes, dash, the podcast on Facebook. (laughs) We couldn't have made it much more complicated for us to to say. Anyway. Uh, the next question is about friendships and oh my God, friendships at this age are Mm. so difficult. Don't you think? You know, and I thought friendships in middle school were difficult, but no, I mean, it's difficult just to even find like, not even people that uh, like are on like, I don't mean to say this the way it's going to sound. Cause I'm going to say not even people that are on the same level as you, because I don't think people are on levels, but I'm saying like other mothers or other people that are married. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard to find people that are doing the same things as you're doing in life and having that like thing in common. But I just think like, nobody's like normal, you know, it's like so weird how, <laughs> I mean, like you have a friend that I know in a roundabout way that I think she is so damn weird. Yeah. And she is. I, I think she's weird too, but yeah. she's a good person. Yes, exactly. I just probably wouldn't hang out with her. Like I, not that I wouldn't hang out with her cause I think she's nice, but I, I think I have, I would have a problem connecting with her. You know what I mean? And I don't have the problem connecting with you. And there's a lot of people that I'm friends with that I don't have that issue with, but The question that I got, actually, it wasn't even a question. It was a situation that happened, and I wasn't even going to talk about it because a lot of people that listen to the podcast are probably going to know what the situation is, and they don't know that I know that it happened. Mm. And so I'm basically outing some (laughs) some assholes right now. Um, I have a friend, a very good friend, who... She is a little bit, like, flamboyant. She kind of does her own... Not kind of. She does her own thing. She is who she is. She's her own person. And, like, I really appreciate that about people, Mm -hmm. even when they're weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I think she's weird. But, anyway, she has, like, kind of, like... You know how you have this group of friends, and then you have this other group of friends that Mm -hmm. you might know through your kids' school. Then you have another group of friends that you might know through people that you go to church with or Mm -hmm. whatever. 
So she has a certain group of friends where she doesn't exactly fit in. She's not really like their type of person. They probably think she's weird, just like what I was talking about with Mm -hmm. you. They don't really connect with her in the way that I connect with her in any way. I think she's always battling this thing. But she recently went to an event where everybody got all dressed up and it was really a nice thing. And when she, she was kind of helping with the setup and stuff. And when she got there, she, someone had, one of her other friends had left their phone sitting on the table face up and was, they were all running around doing stuff. And she saw texts that were coming from the other side of the room to her friend's phone that were about her and the way she was dressed. Oh, wow. Okay. (sighs) And she was devastated because these were one of the people that received the text was like one of her very close friends. The other one was kind of like what I think is like a fake friend. It's like Mm -hmm. someone that you just know you got to be around. So you're friendly with that person, but you're not going to hang out outside of that situation with them. Um, so, so the person who was doing the texting, like, okay, they're not close, you mm-hmm. know, but they are friends and she left. She, she just stopped what she was doing and she left and went home and didn't enjoy her night. And obviously she was devastated. Right. Um, what would you do in that situation? Would you confront the two people that were talking shit about you and you witnessed these texts coming in about yourself? Um, I probably would have, whether it would have been that night or the next day. And you know what? It also would have depended on what type of event we were at. So if it was like going to throw a scene at like a classy wedding or something like that, you know, then I would have probably did exactly what she did, went home, slept on it and then addressed them about it later. Mm -hmm. But, um, the person that was, re- did you say that the person that was receiving the text messages were the one, was the friend that was actually closest to her? Yep. See, so, and I think that's participatory to me. Like okay. you were definitely a part of that. Yes. But I would think I would probably, if depending on how close we are, I would have had to ask, did you respond? Well, and see, here's the thing. The text that came through basically alluded to the fact that they had already discussed it earlier. Oh yeah. So if I say what the text is, you don't have to say it. They'll everybody will know what it is, but it basically alluded to the fact and it was just a very, you can tell that it was a response. They were talking about it before. It was a very simple, like five word thing, Mm -hmm. but it was just something that obviously they had discussed Mm -hmm. before. Oh, Wow. She dressed slutty. (laughs) (laughs) Just like you said she would. Well, not quite that bad, but yes, on that level. Yeah. Um, I would have, again, depending on what, what type of event it was, if I would have addressed it right then and there. And then also it may have depended on exactly what was said in that text. And I may not have cared what type of event was going on. Yeah. It wasn't that scandalous. It just was rude. I mean, it was just, it was just very like judgmental number one. And, um, 
so unnecessary number mm-hmm. two and and she wasn't she was not dressed slutty it was something that she had on her body that they apparently just thought was funny um, um and see for me now y'all may or may like, not know this old are uh, they? exactly how old are they because i when she told me about this i said um these are not your friends clearly right. because if they thought that this thing that you were wearing was unattractive or whatever the case may be. A, as a good friend, if it was super way out in left field, maybe you come up to you uh, like personally mm-hmm. and pull you aside and say, hey, I'm just letting you know, like maybe people are going to have a problem with this or right. whatever. Or B, which is what I did because she took a picture of herself and sent it to me before she went to the thing. And I thought she looked super cute. And mm-hmm. I told her that. And, you know, I just can't. I mean, look, I guess it does happen where people will look at someone else and say, oh, my God, that looks ridiculous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like your friends aren't going to be doing that. I, and then even if. Because I have been guilty of maybe saying to another friend like what does such and such have going on over there? You know what I mean? But I, it would not be anything that I wouldn't say to that person. Right. And it would not also be something that was an ongoing, like now we're going to text all night talking about them, or this is going to be the topic of our, of our conversation right. all night long. Like if I'm like, sitting there this? and let's say some, let's say someone was wearing a wig that was just strange, different, mm-hmm. co- completely different color hair than what they normally are, or something to that effect. <laughs> um, you know, you just be like, "Girl, are you sure? Right? Are you positive? Okay, do you?" But that was not the conversation. So, I've been. And who cares, by the way? Right. That's what, if she, that's what she wants to do. Who cares? She's married. She, her husband obviously likes it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like. What's that have to do with you? And why would you be talking about her behind her back? You know? Ladies, that's a jealous girl in our town. Ooh, baby. So I know that we said that you can chime in. <laughs> I'm but sorry, not I every op- chance I you opened can that get. door. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> but no, um, I've definitely been in situations where I've had to pull people that I love to the side and mm-hmm. let them know. A, you might want to go ch- double check yourself. Yeah. Um, so and I appreciate, I actually, if I was looking some kind of weird or fucked up, I need my friends to pull me aside mm-hmm. and be like, girl, this is not attractive. I had, I came home one day and my, my eyebrow makeup was smeared all the way from my eyebrow to the other side of my cheek. <laughs> and not one person that saw me that day told Said me anything. I was like, okay, I have no friends in life because if I have to come home after eight hours of work and see that I look fucked up across my whole face, I'm going to need new friends, you know? So I appreciate it if someone's just more honest and straightforward. And, like, if you didn't like what I was wearing and you said, hey, this is, like, not cute. Or, or, uh, honestly, I probably wouldn't like it in that situation because she's already there. She's already there. She's already doing it. You know, know, like, if she came in and, in my opinion, I did not think that she looked good. I don't think I would have approached her and said, hey, I don't like that. Now, if she yeah. would have asked me my opinion, yeah. hey, how do I look? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I'm really not feeling that blouse you have on, but 
you know, that I'm not saying, I'm not really saying that that's what everybody thinks. Like, if you ask me the question, then I'm just giving you my opinion, not even necessarily that it looks bad. I just don't like the blouse. Right. You know? Um, and, and I may not always say that either if it's just something where super simple, I don't like it, you know, because even if they ask, yeah, because, and there's been times when I've seen things that I would absolutely not wear myself on somebody else that, and they pulled it off. You know what I mean? But that's not really my cup of tea. I don't necessarily like it looks good on you, but you know, yeah, but, um, In this situation, just, you know, especially if that person was really close to the other person. Yeah. I feel like they're dead wrong because they shouldn't engage in it. Even if somebody Mm -hmm. text messaged you first and said Mm -hmm. something, I mean, even if you just laughed at it and left it alone, but that continuous, um, you know, commenting is where kind of the the line got crossed, you know? I agree, yeah. And I mean, look, I'm not perfect. And there's times where I do definitely the wrong thing and and whatever. But I I am like a super loyal friend. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I... There's times where I... I'm fighting someone else's battles because they're not there and it has nothing to do with me. But if you're my friend and someone is talking shit about you or whatever behind your back. Like a hundred percent of the time, I'm the person that's going to be like, please don't do that because right. you're, you're doing that with the wrong one. Cause I'm not just going to sit back and take it. So I don't really relate with people who will text back and forth about their friend. Who's also in the same room. I'm just not, mm-hmm. there's just never a time where I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, that was okay. Um, but one thing y'all may or may not know about me is that I, can have an extreme temper (laughs) like because what happens and it's not it's like never you most people never see it joe's like the one lucky person that's really gotten to see it (laughs) um but i i feel like in that situation i might have lost my damn shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. my scalp will start to tingle and i literally will see red and i will here's what I'll do. I'll end up showing my ass at mm-hmm. the event because I can't keep it quiet. And then I feel like an idiot because I did that. So, I mean, I totally agree. The right, right. thing to do is to remove yourself from the situation, maybe sleep on it and address it at a later time. Because what I do, what I would do if it were me in that situation is really not the right thing. Right. But I do think if you know these things about certain people, that you need to reevaluate those friendships mm-hmm. because I don't have friends in my life that I know of that talk shit about me behind my back. And I'm very good at like removing those types of people from my life. Yep. Because when I find out about it, it's just, okay, well we aren't what I thought we were, but have a good life. And that doesn't mean you're a bad person and I'm a good person. It just means we can't be friends. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the song by K camp. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> yeah. I have no problem with it. Yeah. I will not lose any sleep whatsoever. I have no problem putting people on the chopping block that need to be there. There you and, go. And I give chances. I feel like I I will give you a chance. I'll give you a chance to explain yourself. And if it doesn't come out right, then, hey, I'm going to put you in your place. And nine times out of ten, you're not even going to know that you have been placed. Right. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. 
I'm with you. It's not even, it's not, it doesn't have to be, in, you know, done immaturely. It's not going to be ugly. I'm just going to put your ass in your place. That's right. So. The end. <laughs> Freestyle Friday. Well, it was a very, uh, interesting episode yes it was a lot of uh we dealt with a lot of fake stuff today faking it until we make it yep fake friends babies falling off couches yeah it was good yeah if you guys enjoyed it you need to is there anything they need to do they like our page like yes, our Facebook go on, page. like our page comment tell us what you think tell us what you don't like like we well we don't really care what you don't like well we need to know <laughs> Do we... so then that way we can change it this is our fan base so all right i mean just don't go too far and hopefully the latest will be on itunes soon so keep a lookout for their debut on itunes within Whenever iTunes says it's okay. So when we are on iTunes, do can they like our podcast on iTunes? You will want them to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And also write a comment. Comment. Yes. Do all of those things. What he said. Yes. And um in order to keep us going, we need questions. We need your problems. We want to help you. We want to make fun of you a little bit. And send so- your checks to one one two two post office boss okay but if you want to send us questions and keep us going that would be awesome um mostly right now we're just on facebook so if you are in our facebook group the in your shoes the podcast facebook group you can ask your questions there publicly or you can private message me or kelly or even the group i think yes private message the group yes um so again, the group is in your shoes. That's I N Y O parentheses. You are close parentheses. Shoes. The podcast. Yeah. The podcast. And also feel free to invite your friends to our page as well. Yeah. More, much more fun when we have interactions and in order to have that, we want lots of different people from lots of walks of life. So yes. see you guys next time. All right, y'all. Peace to all my African buddies that go be on this.